Hello friends, it's Sunday, it's the early afternoon, you know what time it is, it's time to talk some VR games, it's time for Virtual Strangers 25. I am your host Wes, with me as always my good friend Roots. Roots, are you ready buddy? Oh hell yeah dude, I'm ready for some news. Roots is prepared, I'm prepared, let's get into it, loads of games to talk about this week and... First off, I'm going to talk about a very small piece of news, just a little nugget of news about a very large game, a very popular game, and I'm talking about, of course, Minecraft. So, Minecraft, very popular flat game, to say the least. Why are we talking about Minecraft on a VR show? Well, the way Minecraft works is constantly ever expanding to new platforms they're always looking for new ways to get this game in the hands of new players and the way that they go about this is they have a uh, a discussion board people make suggestions uh, other readers come along thumbs up thumbs down the devs see this and they act on it well um, ever since the oculus quest launched in may uh, this has been a suggestion on the Minecraft discussion board that this should be ported in the Oculus Quest. And as a matter of fact, uh, over 5,000 upvotes uh, for this suggestion since then. And apparently the developers have taken notice because this past week they have tagged the discussion post with, quote, under review, which means they're looking at it. They're thinking about it maybe they're going to bring Minecraft to Oculus Quest. Uh, Roots, um, as you know, I have children. Um, my kids have all had controllers in their hands from a very young age. Uh, they have a lot of different interests, a lot of different things they do, but above all, they're gamers. And throughout the years, I've seen games come and go. Your Mario's, your Zelda's. Uh, you know, your Five Nights at Freddy's. All this stuff comes for a while. It goes for a while. Your Fortnite's. One thing has remained consistent throughout the entire past five, six years, and that is Minecraft. They play it on a nearly daily basis. All of them. All three of them. Um, Minecraft coming to Quest. This is going to be a system seller. Am I wrong? No, you're right. This is uh, this is going to be huge, and uh, I'm surprised that they're even like under consideration because you know it came out on Gear and um, it was so successful for that, um, and it's really good on the the PC version, um, and it, it's a no brainer to me. Um, maybe it's just not big enough of a game or an actual you know full fledged game for uh, Oculus to uh, to to. to you know do but uh, no I, I think it'll be huge so yeah i'm not much of a minecraft minecraft player myself but i know that you do have some history with it you have played it in vr on pc how does the uh how does it port does this feel like a a vr game yeah it feels amazing actually it's funny because uh it was my very first game i went into i did the robot for oculus and then I went into Minecraft and I, I don't even still am baffled how this happened. And so I went in 
and I was running around and I thought, man, this isn't, this is just like regular. And, uh, and then it dawned on me and I looked around and I was sitting on a Minecraft chair. I was playing on a Minecraft TV in a Minecraft room and it said, press Y. And so I press Y and I zoomed in and I was, went into the TV and I was in the world and my mind was blown. Now, one thing I would say about this game is the uh, smooth turn is definitely, um, if you're prone to be motion sick, you w it's very um, pronounced. And maybe that's why they're worried about it. people getting sick, maybe, I don't know. I, you know, I played it, like I said, and I felt a little bit uneasy for a couple minutes, um, like not bad, but weird. Um, and then it went away and I really haven't ever got sick, so. But uh, yeah, this is amazing. Now this footage is actually um, the ray tracing and in VR. And I don't think Quest will be like that, but it looks amazing. So uh, some minor issues with uh, with motion sickness, which on one hand may be even more pronounced on a, on something like Quest that runs at seventy two hertz, but on the other hand less of a need to turn because you're going to have this newfound freedom of movement which comes with not being tethered uh do you think that that freedom of movement uh would make a big difference in a game like this i don't know i don't know if that would affect how you moved around you know like it's all based by square to square movement like as you're moving so i don't know if it would if it would affect things in the sense of like you're supposed to be hitting this block, but now that you've walked over there, it's a little bit off, but I'm assuming it should be fine. I mean, I've, I guess I, I should just walk around my play space and I can find out in, in regular uh, PC, but um, but now I don't think it should affect it too much. So. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, definitely uh, something to keep your eye on, something we're gonna be talking more about later, Minecraft and VR. But uh, something I wanted to bring up just right off the bat because of the potential implications uh, for Oculus Quest if they were able to land a major, major uh, flat title. This game really goes uh, beyond genres. Minecraft is kind of its own thing in the world of gaming. And it's so huge, I think that uh, bringing something like this onto a fledgling platform like oculus quest at this current time when quest seems to be blowing up i think it could be the uh one of those little straws that pushes it over the line and really really makes it blow up let me ask you this um we have oculus quest here obviously facebook we have minecraft obviously microsoft uh do you think that this lends any more credence to the rumors a few months back of some uh, uh, agreement between Oculus and Microsoft and possibly working together uh, with uh, uh, support for uh, VR on the next Xbox? I don't know. I mean, they've pretty much been hand in hand for a long time with controllers. This has been on Gear. It's been on Rift. I don't know if it's necessarily has anything to do with Quest, but, um, you know, I mean, it, it does... Uh, make it easier you know i mean if i would make more sense that they should immediately be on the quest or it's definitely going to make it if that's the case if they don't put it on the quest then i would say maybe they aren't going to be merging or 
or at least uh you know using each other's hardware so i'm kind of hoping they are yeah it's kind of far-fetched but i mean it's not completely unheard of i mean if you take into account the rumors from this past week that uh the oculus quest is going to be receiving a uh an upgrade um a device that allows wireless tethering to a pc well it's not that far of a jump then to say that the oculus quest could also wirelessly tether to an xbox a next generation console and um and that would be a perfect way to uh experience the full version uh of minecraft so uh loads of possibilities here most of it lands in the realm of theory and speculation but the uh the possibilities are exciting to say the least yeah i agree all right uh so that's all we're going to say about that really there's there's not a whole lot to go on there we do know that the developers are looking at it and uh we know that the quest is blowing up right now it's a it's a a growing platform so uh something to keep our eyes on for sure um moving on i want to talk about a game that i was unaware of until this past week and it's a game called after h and what after h is it is a up to four versus four first person shooter designed for location based vr so this is a an established arcade based vr game that's been out for a while now so why are we talking about it well the reason why we're talking about it is we found out this past week that this is going to be coming to steam early access on let's see i've got the date here monday 23rd of september so just what a week away mm-hmm. uh this game is going to be coming into steam early access not only is it going to be coming into steam early access but it's going to be free 100 percent free from the looks of it a very polished title we don't know how the home version is going to turn out but what we do know is that it's going to have uh three levels um yeah three three game modes deathmatch free for all and a game mode called domination and three weapons an assault rifle a precision rifle and a shotgun um so a little bit watered down the home version but again free uh roots just last week or the week before we had this talk about these types of multiplayer games we were talking about space junkies in particular and and your contention were was that they blew it right off the bat when they priced the thing at forty (laughs) dollars well here we have the same type of game coming to steam and it's completely free um does this interest you at all oh hell yeah for a lot of reasons one it's not 1v1 or 2v2 you know 4v4 is starting to get somewhere you know um the fact that it's it looks amazing um it's already established i I guarantee it's not going to be dumbed down at least not on the uh the pc version there's not anything that a location base can do better than what we can do with our pc aside from all the uh, extra stuff that makes you feel like you're there, wind, heat, all that crap. And uh, um, it's going to um, 
the biggest thing that blew me away is the fact that it's already incorporating the player base. You're going to be playing against people that are in the arcades. Um, I thought that's huge. Like I read that I had to double take and I'm like, really? Oh my God. Like, I don't know why that's a big thing to me, but I thought I was surprised. And I remember we talked about something like this on the show uh, months ago um, when those other guys were here. Um, and uh, no, months ago. And it was, uh, we were talking about like this kind of game. And I had even said, I wonder if they would ever bring this kind of um, game to PC. And everyone kind of like was like, oh no. Um, well, you know, Nostradamus Roots uh, was right. And uh, um, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of stuff like this. Uh, so I, I want to know what the uh, the catch is. Um, what can I buy? There's going to be something I can spend my money on. Is it going to be cosmetic? Um, somehow I'm. they're going to get us to, you know, you don't have to, but you can spend some money this way. You think? Well, we do have... Uh seemingly a lot of information here about this even more than i i put in our rundown here uh there is a full version coming and i don't know if they're going to charge and if they do how much they're going to charge but the free version is going to remain it's going to remain free throughout many updates they said here uh mm -hmm. quote um it will launch on the 23rd of september via steam and viveport completely free with the studio stating even with regular updates, it'll remain free. But when the full version comes out, uh, there's going to be more levels. There's going to be more weapons, more everything, more game modes. Uh, they may decide to charge for that. But um, the uh, this is something a bit backwards than, from what we're used to in VR. We're used to a popular home VR game taking itself into the arcade to try and to be successful. This is just the opposite. This is an arcade game that's trying to tap into the home player base to support the arcade version. Uh, quote, the rationale behind this business model decision is to facilitate the game access to the maximum amount of gamers. We've noticed that all other VR first-person shooters are premium and even at a price tag as low as ten dollars can prevent large adoption our offer is a totally free high quality vr fps basically what they're doing here is they're letting us play for free so that they can add value to the location-based customer and how do they plan to keep us engaged well as you mentioned there's the cross play the fact that you're going to be playing against people in vr so say if you have a friend uh that don't have vr at home that you want to play with well your friend can go to the arcade and play with you while you're at home now let's say you want to go there and join your friend at the arcade and play in the same physical space well they're going to have a mobile app so that you can carry your profile with you and when you go to the arcade you can load up your uh, profile from home and that way you have all your XP, all of your progression goes with you. Um, uh, it's pretty smart, actually. Yeah. It gives, gives people a reason to want to go back. And, um, you know, it's like Call of Duty or whatever. Once you start to, to get all your gear and all the different things, you know, um, you're going to want to take it with you. I would pay more for more maps, more guns if it's good enough. And it looks very AAA. It looks 
you know just like uh like a destiny type of game or anything like that so yeah it looks awesome I, I'm, I'm curious to know if this is all uh arcade footage or if this is the home version i guess we'll know and i think what you're seeing on the screen there this is what they're aiming for this is their eventual model for success is they want to make this into a popular esports title that they plan for this thing to grow to the point where uh two three years down the line there are organized competitions and uh people are willing to pay for expansions and things like that so basically these people are just investing in their franchise and uh while it may be a, a risk to give their work away for free uh, i think it's really refreshing to see a different approach being taken to uh this genre specifically in vr yeah and it's not really that foreign I mean, foreign it's foreign in vr but um fortnite is you know arguably one of the top um games of all time and it's free um so there's a business model for exactly what they're doing and um and i think now is the time they're going to be the first ones to do it and um if it's good enough and i think it will be it's triple a it's it's uh you know in an arcade um i think it'll be uh it'll be really really re received very well yeah it looks cool it has a cool vibe puts me in the mind of like like you said destiny or even halo uh one of these type of uh shooter games and hey it's free right what do you got to lose yeah free i like free i do well i'm too good to play free stuff oh that's but, right uh, <laughs> you still like but, it uh, though yeah. yeah that could be awesome but uh you know i gotta keep up appearances you know what i'm saying yeah can't be seen in a free game oh that's crazy <laughs> all right anyway moving on from that uh after h definitely something to keep an eye out on it's coming one week's time next uh monday uh, a free triple a fps uh i know we're all shy but uh free's free people get in there and check it out all right, moving on, just a, a little tidbit here about a, a title that was announced a few months back, something fairly highly anticipated. And I'm speaking, of course, about Pixel Ripped 1995. Um, as we all know, Pixel Ripped 1995 is a VR title that is currently in development and will serve as a sequel to the popular title Pixel Ripped 1989. Uh, Roots, Pixel Rip 1989, uh, a nostalgia trip, not only full of sounds and imagery that throw you back to your childhood, but gameplay reminiscent of the games that we grew up on. Um, a popular title uh, among many people in the VR community, as many people in the VR community tend to be our age and come from this generation. First of all, does the prospect of a sequel to this game excite you at all? Oh yeah, I want. I didn't want it to end when it did, even though that last boss was pretty damn hard. Um, this game was so different at uh, um, than anything I'd ever played that uh, um, I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do with the sequel. Yeah, well, they announced the sequel. 
they never gave us any footage never gave us anything other than a a, a graphic for the uh the logo and ever since then this has been months ago this was even before e3 if i'm not mistaken uh nothing peep mum's the word and uh this week we learned that brazilian developer and publisher arvor has announced that pixel rip 1995 demo sessions will be held this year during oculus connect 6. so just a few weeks away there's a playable demo now roots so it seems like this thing may be a little bit closer than we thought um we got a little bit of info about the game too from the press release we found out that the game is set during the time when the first generations of home console players were maturing from teenager to adult and games were evolving from 16-bit to the 32-bit era from 2d graphics to 3d environments um roots i, I specifically remember this era that they're talking about they're talking about the dawn of the playstation era the old school gray playstation uh an era very near and dear to my heart just like the first uh pixel rip was um were you a big gamer back during this time oh yeah i've been a gamer my whole life um so i mean i didn't i think i didn't get the playstation i didn't mess with around with playstations until uh i think it was playstation 3 but i was i've always had nintendo's computers uh other stuff as well so so this would have been for you this would have been around the time of uh what nintendo 64 yeah yep. yeah, yeah it would have been around the the n64 era for you because when uh uh everyone else were going to disk drives nintendo stuck with cartridges but they jacked it up to 64 bits mario and, uh, dude mario yeah. that that game jumping into the pictures it was like mario 64 was revolutionary that's what like oh my god it's so good so when you hear that this game is going to be set during that era and it's going to involve a bit of nostalgia from that time this has some this is something that people could connect with maybe even at a uh, a stronger level than the original pixel rip wouldn't you think yeah and i hope they um they stick with the uh you know thinking outside the box and it's you know similar but different as far as uh gameplay and um obviously it's going to be better graphics and you know more 3d and you know more to the games as far as that goes but uh um this was so unique i'd like to see a lot of um like unique ideas as well yeah well they they gave us a quote to uh to that um to that effect and it's let's see here first of all it says the cyblin lord is going to be returning again to steal the pixel stone so it's going to be a true sequel um quote thanks to the success of the first game we are able to dedicate more resources and have a lot more experience to create a game that is an even crazier nostalgic adventure so this goes back to what we've talked about almost weekly on this show that vr developers now are, are starting to have some resources as well as some experience so they know what to do with those resources um, they're promising the innovative use of classic mechanics gaming references secrets and of course the challenging gameplay 
of the 1990s classics, which is another uh, another thing that we talk about quite a bit on this uh, on this show. Roots, they're saying all the right things, aren't they? Oh yeah, and the fact that their game has chops from the first one. Um, you know, like they could have said nothing, released it tomorrow, and I'm buying it. Um, I'm not looking for a review to see if it's good or not. Um, I'm pretty damn sh- sure it's going to be good. Um, but I like to hear everything we want um, actually said because you never know these days. Yeah, they're checking off all the boxes. Once again, uh, Anna Ribeiro is going to be the uh, the creative director here. So uh, I think we can expect more of the same from her. And, uh, you know, I expect it to be way cooler than the first one even because of the reasons that we just listed. Uh, she knows why her original game is so loved. And uh, obviously uh, she's a very creative person. And she she comes from the same... She's cut from the same cloth as us. She's making the games that we would make if we knew how to make games. Yeah. And uh, uh, with more reset resources and uh, and experience to draw from, uh, certainly excited to see what they're going to be able to uh, pull out of the, the hat this time, so to speak. I'm excited to not have to um, either look at that 1995 picture or, you know, use old footage because... I just couldn't use the picture again uh, this week. I want to. I want new footage. I want to see a little bit, even if it's a ten-minute teaser. Give me, give Root something to play as a freaking thing in the background. Well, it, if it's true that they're going to have a playable demo this week, there's got to be some footage on the way, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah, and you should be able to get somebody like Cast and Cherry or uh, somebody that'll be at the Oculus. They'll you know, usually get some footage out there. So, well, there's a lot of, uh, the, what was it? Is it in California? The OC six, is that where it's at? I think so. Yeah. There's a lot of content creators out there on the West coast, especially up in the, uh, the Pacific Northwest. A lot of those guys come out of Seattle and it's not that big of a, a track. They could drive if they wanted to, they wouldn't have to fly to it. So yeah, maybe Anthony will go maybe maybe he will i mean this this isn't actually going to be in the uh in the convention center this is going to be at a an adjacent hotel uh so even if he didn't go to the oc6 if he really wanted to just go and play this game i'm sure he could yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah i think so as well all right moving on to another teaser for another new game and roots let me just say this one it really just tickles my balls this <laughs> this i'm so excited for this because as we were just talking about the the playstation era uh there are a couple of games from this era when we were uh when we were transitioning from 16-bit to 32-bit a couple of my favorite games were battle racers games like road rash games like twisted metal I love these games and spent countless hours in them and I've constantly wondered why they haven't adopted this for VR because it's a genre that seems so perfect for VR. Well, this week Oculus is teasing a game called Deathlap and Deathlap they're claiming is a mashup of Twisted Metal, 
which is an all-time great video game, and Mario Kart, which is an all-time great video game. They didn't give us much. They gave us a 15-second teaser, uh, but they don't have to give us much here. This is from Oculus Studios, so there's so we know there's going to be a certain level of polish here, and it's a battle racer. That's it. Enough. Sold. What do you think, Roots? Are, are you as high on this as I am? Uh, it looks amazing. Just the different, I mean, of course, we got a, <laughs> a 10-second cl teaser clip, so we don't have too much. Um, but like you said, the fact that it's Oculus uh, Studios and and the fact that every single game that I keep seeing coming out, new trailers just look better and better, uh, more AAA. And um, if, th if this is actual footage, um, it looks amazing. Dude, I've wanted a battle racer in VR for so long. There was another one, kind of a, a jank, playstation title i don't know it may even be out on pc i forget what it was called but maybe apocalypse ride or something like that it didn't look that great so i didn't try it but this this looks good and um they haven't given us much we do have a few tidbits here on the game it's from ozwe games it's a studio behind anchor vr so uh experienced vr developers first of all Published by Oculus Studios, as I already mentioned, um, we know that the game is going to have five tracks. Listen to these tracks. A Psychedelic Desert, Oil on Fire in the Desert, Las Vegas by Night, an Abandoned Theme Park, and a Giant Pinball. Deathlap will also arrive both single-player and multiplayer modes with up to six-player multiplayer which includes a global leaderboard coming soon to Rift S and Quest. Great, right? I mean, I don't know what else to say. This sounds awesome. Yeah, no, it's just crazy. It just shows you, you know, how far we're going. And, and you know, one thing that's striking me is as you're watching these cars go and you got one hand's driving the steering wheel, the other one's using the gun and it's shooting and then I think about that, um, and then I think about L.A. Noir, and I think about walking around the town and, and getting out and doing stuff. And I, I think about all these different little tidbits of different games that could all be combined to be GTA 5 or GTA 6 or any of these. Like, that's what you're doing. You're steering. You're shooting out the window. Like, we're here. We're at the point where they they literally could do it. They could do it really easily. Um, and... Uh, um, you know, I don't think we're anywhere near, but I mean, God, my God, GTA five is just about played out. Um, now would be a perfect time. It would not to, um, release a port over, um, to VR. Well, I don't want to get off on a rant about that again, <laughs> but I've always referred to the GTA five online VR as the singularity. When we get that. It's over. Everybody's going to adopt VR because that will be such a perfect experience. People are going to live in that whenever it happens, whether it be next year or five years from now. That's the singularity. That's going to be the turning point. Yeah. Um, but as far as this game goes, you were what you were talking about is exactly mm -hmm. what I mean when I say that the battle racer. It's it's so perfect for VR. The fact that you can drive. And you have a free hand to fight with. 
it amazes me that it's taken this long for these type of games to come to VR. I mean, did, did you ever play Road Rash or Twisted Metal way back in the day? Well, a little bit, not as much um, as other racer games. You know, I was playing Mario Kart, um, getting really good at that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, a similar thing, you know, like they said, they're bringing it together. Um, and this game uh, obviously is a little bit different. You're using actual weapons, but uh, um, it just looks really good. And, uh, um, you know, people like Alex and uh, and Chris Gould will be in hog heaven when they're playing games like this with their, their setups and shit, you know? Dude, I'm, if this game lives up to half of its potential, I'm going to live in it because I used to have so much fun. Dude, if they were to ever put Road Rash in in vr i would i would be so freaking out of this world excited i don't know if i'll ever play anything else again it's literally it's a motorcycle racer but you have like clubs and chains and shit so as you're passing your opponent you can knock them off their bike and stuff it's, that would be so cool it would be yeah. awesome right all right so let me ask you this then uh is this game if it's as good as you we're thinking it's going to be and you can do all you know multiple things you're steering and driving could this entice you to maybe get a wheel if it's as good as uh you want because i it's already making me want a wheel because just the, having the steering and then using your gun it's going to legit feel so much better you know what yeah because i already want a wheel for all these other games and uh just the experience I had this last week trying to steer in Operation Warcade and do this kind of fighting, it was a bit frustrating. And it's it's kind of like trying to use a steering wheel in VR with a controller is kind of that same weird feeling you get when you're using a, a two-handed weapon. It just don't feel one-to-one. -one. Mm. And uh, again, this is a, a genre that I've, I've wanted in VR for a long time. So if this game turns out to be on the level of something like Twisted Metal, uh, yeah, this very well could be the 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 thing that pushes me over a line to to pick up a wheel. Yeah, I want to get a wheel. Um, it's just the immersion level. Uh, you know, it just I think it uh, it really makes a difference from what I hear um, from people I respect, like Alex and Chris. Um, both say uh, it's night and day difference. So um, I, I'm leaning towards getting one. Yeah, I've wanted one for a while too. It's just hard for me to justify dropping a couple of bills. Death lap. Uh, There's your justification. The, well, that may be maybe, it. Maybe. That, maybe. That may be it. I, I have to try it out. Hopefully soon comes really soon. And... Uh, Interestingly, yeah, who knows what that means? Yeah, yeah. Well, interestingly, though, I mean, you look at this, it looks really good, uh, but this game is touted for uh, Oculus Quest as well, which I find interesting. I think this is something that, uh, that PC VR gamers are just going to have to start living with as the new reality. Uh, I think that uh, Oculus Quest is just going to be the priority for developers going forward just because of the numbers game because uh, uh that's where the money's at uh, do you think that this is something well let me ask is this something that excites you or something that concerns you no i i don't think it makes a difference i mean i've played too many games already that 
um, our Oculus exclusives, or I mean, our Quests, um, and Rifts, and the, they're um, amazing on the Rift, and they're just that much better. So I don't think the developers are going to be, um, you know, hamstringed into not putting up a good quality for the Rift. So. So overall, then it would be a good thing because of the increased player base making VR a more viable platform for game developers. Yeah, and what I mean, the biggest thing we've all been talking about, especially with Quest, is getting people into VR. So um, whatever does that is good, um, even if, you know, maybe a certain game doesn't isn't as good um, on the uh, PC side as it could have been. Um, although we were just talking about Journey of the Gods, and I, I still um, have no desire to go back to that game just because it was... There's a level for me <laughs> of just, oh, you know. But. That's a fun game, though. I don't. It's not as good as it could have been, but it's still a really good, fun game. Yeah, it's just for me, it's like because it was so graphically basic, um, I just couldn't get past it, and I don't know why. Maybe I just need to give it some more time. Um, but uh, it just didn't... I feel like it was like, okay... This is cool because it's like first of its kind, not cool because it's really cool. Um, you know, it's like Zelda, so it's cool. But when we actually get Zelda, we're going to think, yeah, this thing was shit. Um, but it's all progression. So for right now, it's cool. But I don't know. Uh, that's just my my opinion. So. Well, all I'm saying is is that later in the game, the gameplay is really fun. The, the, the fighting, the battling is fun. It, if you enjoyed what we played together earlier today, you would enjoy the later uh, levels of Journey of the Gods because it's very similar graphically and it's very similar gameplay. Can I play it with you and Scion? You cannot. Oh, see, that's what was fun about today. That was super fun, but we'll get on to that later. Um, yeah. But yeah. All right, so again, Death Lap, awesome. Long overdue to have a battle racer in VR. Uh, even more excited that it's a, coming from Oculus Studios. Uh, highly, you know, uh, even at with this very small amount of information and small amount of footage, easily up into my top 10 most anticipated games. I hope we don't have to wait very long for it. Yeah. All right, so going from the uh, newly announced games, let's go into some old games because we got some new information this week on some very old games and uh, some oldies but goodies. And uh, let's start with The Forest. So The Forest VR, one of the very first games that I bought coming into VR, PC VR, I should specify, uh, still a game that is in my backlog that I never played. I picked it up on a sale, uh, read some of the reviews on it. Uh, apparently, the 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 VR the 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 VR version of this uh, wasn't implemented as well as it could have been, and uh, I've just kind of went on to other things. I picked it up because it was a good deal. I picked it up because it was a dark game. I like dark, scary, evil games, and this appears to be one of those um so this game's been out for a while you kind of got the impression that it is what it was going to be until this past week 9 11 the forest receives this 
huge update and I mean absolutely huge in 95% of the 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 things that they patched in here were fixes they were quality of life upgrades for the VR version uh, stuff that's basically going to make this game seem finally seem like a game that was made for VR you know, I, at first, when I read this, I was going to read down the list of, of the updates, what they're doing here, but uh, I got reading, and five minutes go by, and uh, a few more minutes go by, and I think, you know, uh, there's probably five or ten more things to read here. Uh, I'm going to have to pick a few of them out. Let's scroll down and see how much more there is, and I start scrolling, and I realize I'm not even halfway down the page yet, so I counted. 122 individual fixes and updates and upgrades to the forest um roots i've never played the forest vr you have was it cool before and uh is it something that you're looking forward to going back into now that you see that it's actually going to provide uh, a, a highly polished vr experience yeah, it was really cool actually, and I um I played it with my nephew, and my friend, and uh, my nephew's girlfriend, and um and it it was amazing. But I know exactly where these uh, without even reading it, where a lot of these things have to be going because it was the jankiest thing. Like I was destroying shit. Like we would spend twenty thirty minutes building this houseboat and everything, and. And I put my controllers down and I came back, went to the bathroom and came back and everyone was freaking out. And somehow my thing had destroyed everything. And, or I would go to grab, uh, we were, they had something cooking on the fire and I went to go grab it and somehow I destroyed the fire. And, and then everyone's like, oh, I, I, I thought I started that, that food cooking. And I'm like running away, trying to hide and pretend that it wasn't me. Oh, oh yeah, that's messed up, you know? Um, there was a lot of jank, so I am excited to get back into this because uh, two reasons. One, it was amazing to begin with the story. Um, it's creepy as hell. And two, um, we were talking earlier about actually um, doing this as like the uh, a meetup for uh, in the Discord and, and getting in some people like we did with Scion for Rec Room and, and other games and just getting a whole bunch of um, uh, people in and, and just having a really cool time. This game is uh, super fun. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks like it'd be right down my alley, actually. This is my type of shit. This is what I love, is uh, this type of thing. It does seem like it might be a bit grind-heavy, but... Uh, That's why you have people fact, with you, and let them do the work. Exactly. This is the type of thing that that's perfect for multiplayer. Uh, so, yeah, I'm down 100%. I've already got it. I bought this game... Uh, when I first got VR, PC VR for a reason, it's because I thought it looked cool. And uh, now that I'm seeing that, uh, I mean, this is a lot of work. I mean, this is a lot of work for a dev to put in a game that this, that's this old. That's also a flat game. I mean, it's not like this was uh, built to be a VR game. But just seeing how much work that this developer has put into this game uh to support VR, I think that that says something good about VR, don't you? Yeah, and it just shows you that, you know, these developers are starting to push and push and finish games and 
and um and finish their visions um and uh it's awesome you know it's like no man's sky finally after several years of putting in all the work this game as well it's just gonna we're gonna see more and more ports um not only come over but just blow us away you know what'll really blow us away and i can't remember if this is the case i'm pretty sure it's just push buttons but um when they start porting everything over and they figure out how to easily move everything to motion controller and that's like a standard um port over because uh, right now it's you know it's so easy and i don't mind i don't mind using a controller i know a lot of people complain but if it gets me into the game and the difference of it is me doing something um with my motion controller and, and not uh, i'm okay with it but i'm pretty sure this actually does let you do it because i remember hacking the hell out of with my axe and um everybody in my party was like how the hell are you hitting so fast because they were limited because they were on the uh pushing a button and i was like just going to town so that was kind of cool yeah full motion controller support for all platforms on this game including valve index now with the individual finger tracking wow it's all there now yeah that's crazy this that's that's amazing so yeah i'm really psyched to go back into this all right cool it's a day i'm down too we'll have to uh uh make this uh, a future topic for a monday backlog report or maybe even do a review if we get a lot of time in there yeah sounds good to me all right from one dated horror game to the next i want to talk a little bit about dread halls now this is a main fan special every time i start talking about uh vr horror games i need to find a new vr horror game that i need to play Justin says I need to play Dread Halls and uh, never have tried it. This is this is an old game. This is a it's a procedurally generated kind of a, 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 a it's kind of like a dungeon crawler game. But re really, you're just trying to find your way out. Uh, monster monsters could be around any corner in this game. Um, and I get I suppose it is very jarring when you run into one of these. Uh, creatures but this is a very very old game it was a re released originally um tw 2015 it, it predates oculus rift it predates htc vibe this was a gear vr title 2015 and um this game man it, it just it has to be something to it it continues to persist year after year after year and this year being no different Dread Halls coming on October 3rd to Oculus Quest, 10 bucks. Roots, are you surprised that this game continues to persist, continues to, uh, to receive praise from the VR community, and continues to expand to new platforms? No, I'm not surprised at all because it's the, uh, the immersion, the presence. And this game would be perfect for Alex because it, you know... <laughs> You know how he loves his jump scares? And what's crazy about this is like, there's all these different enemies and each one of them is different as far, like some you can't look at, some you don't want to move, um, some you need to get the hell away from, uh, you know? So it, you're, and and you got this map and you the light and the light's going out and you got to find the, the candles to fill or the oil to fill it up. 
and the graphics actually translate very well they did it did a good job job on the port i mean it's not obviously the most graphically intensive game to begin with but the wall textures look good and uh um you know i like it it's one of those games that uh i think you should try um i think you would enjoy it yeah i think that uh we're pretty much going to get a one-to-one port here to be honest because like i said this originally was released as a uh a 2015 mobile VR game. So uh, we already know uh, what the Quest is capable of. Uh, so I think we're pretty much going to get a one-to-one Dreadhalls port here. Uh, do you think the freedom of movement that comes with from uh, the being tetherless is going to make any kind of impact on this game? I think it could be dangerous because people might be trying to run away from shit, you know? Like, at least I, you know, I'm very aware, like we were saying earlier when I was playing, I, my my feet, for the most part, are planted. Um, I usually don't move them. But, like, in this, if you're moving around and walking around because you you've, you don't have to, the tether, um, if the wrong things happen, you know, Alex might go <laughs> running through a TV or something. Oh, <laughs> man. I Some people just really freak out with stuff, dude. Jump scares and stuff. I think it might work good in a game like this just because uh, having a little more freedom of movement might make you more apt to like peek around corners and things, mm. which is always uh, uh, something that you do a lot of in a stealth horror game. Uh, so I think that it could be uh, uh, it could be a little funner to play because of that. Um, Ten bucks, a fair price. Yeah, I think it's a fair price. I mean, it, it's for what you get. I mean, it's not only just the uh, the free play mode of what you're talking about, but there's actually like a story mode, or I don't know exactly if there's a story per se, but like you, it, it leads you through more, and it's not just the free play. I can't remember exactly what it is, but you got to find some eyeball or something. I don't know, it's some weird shit. But, um, but yeah, it, and the amount of times you can go through, and then you can. Like, if you own this game, who doesn't know somebody they don't want to put in there and say, hey, check out this game, you know? Oh, no, it's good. Just you just pick up the oil and fill that up, you know? Next thing they know, there's some weird, huge dog thing, right? on. You know, it gets... The noises, the noises are very good as well, like the creaks and the sounds and gets you really paranoid in there. So it, they do a very good job of um, giving you that anticipation of what's coming next. So, and it's almost yeah. Halloween, so. Right. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that because that's actually a very important part of any horror game in VR is the directional sound and the way that uh, a good developer uses that sound to build tension. And uh, if that, if this is one of those games, uh, all of a sudden I feel a whole lot better about it. Yeah, I think you'll like it. And, um, there's a reason why everybody's uh, likes it or raves about it because it's cheap and uh, it gives you exactly what you would want. You know, there's so how many experiences do we have, whether it be roller coasters that don't deliver or horror games that are supposed to be scary and you just kind of go through and um, it's just not scary. You know, like I, I kind of want to be scared if I'm going into a scary game. I don't I don't want to uh, be have something jump out and be like, oh, that's cool, you know. 
Yeah, speaking of which, affected the manor also getting a quest port. That that just that bit of news just popped as well. A lot of these games coming over to Quest. Yeah, finally, right? Right. All right. Uh, moving on, we got another old game here to talk about. Really old one. Maybe not quite as old as Dread Halls, but uh, old nonetheless. And I am speaking, of course, about Kronos. Kronos was a third-person action role-playing game, uh, kind of like a, a Zelda-esque game, that launched exclusively with Oculus Rift. So this was a Rift launch title back in 2016 and has remained an exclusive Oculus title uh, ever since then, until now. Uh, apparently, this past week, uh, this title, developed by Gunfire Games, has been rated for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. So we've got ESRB rating now uh, for apparently a flat version of this game, Roots. Uh, this is a three-year-old VR game. Is this something that uh, has a snowball's chance in hell? in 2019 in the flat market oh uh, i don't know it's pretty damn good like um i was telling you earlier i really like the it's hard as hell but it's um the it the it's very unique as well and the story just everything about it is really cool um you know it's the fact that every time you die your character ages and you get older and then the, you know like you have certain rpg points you can use that like, okay, you're getting older now. You can't carry shit anymore, man. You should have put stuff in the in when you were younger. Now you don't have that option. Like, it has a lot of, um, I found it crazy hard things too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it should be pretty good. I mean, I mean, if it's something comes out on the Switch, like, uh, there's so many Switches out there. I think I guarantee people are going to, and people are loving these kind of uh, third person type of games like this. So, um i wouldn't even be surprised if we saw um it come to other vr markets you know i mean i could see a, a point either way because it's an oculus exclusive but at some point how many copies are they really selling anymore you know at what point does the exclusive not really matter anymore and then you open it up and you can expose the game and make more money and uh yeah, I think that's the bottom line here. This probably isn't exclusive anymore. Um, this is an obvious cash grab. Uh, Gunfire Games was recently acquired by THQ Nordic, so obviously they're they're trying to monetize uh, the properties that they've purchased. Um, unclear, unclear. Not only if this is going to be supported on PlayStation VR. But uh, obviously, it says there's it was rated for PC. Unclear if it's going to have official support for like uh, HTC Vive or Valve Index WMR. We don't know yet. But uh, you know, this is a game that I've heard of. I've I've heard people talk about a little bit from time to time. Uh, I had no idea how cool this game looks uh, i really haven't paid much attention to it before now but this thing looks pretty awesome roots yeah it's got really real triple a uh quality to it um just like any other oculus uh funded game and um it came out you know 
pretty much I think in 2016 or very early on with the uh, uh, Oculus Rift and um, it's just done so well um, and if somebody likes a game that's hard uh, like I said it's um, your decisions matter what you put your points in matter and uh, um, you don't want to die because when you die you you age and uh, um, die a little inside so. <laughs> okay yeah so uh yeah it looks cool it, it definitely looks interesting i think it, it looks like it would probably be a pretty good addition to the playstation vr library uh so hopefully that's the direction they're going to go in with it still haven't gotten any kind of official announcement uh regarding this this is just uh coming from uh an esrb rating so uh, I don't think we're going to have to wait too long. We will know soon uh, what the deal is here. Normally within a couple of months after ESRB rating, we get a release. So uh, another one to keep an eye on. Yeah, it makes me want to go back in and try this again. Uh, I played it. It's been like six months since I tried it, but it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah I like a good challenge. I like third-person games. I like adventure games, and I like a good story. And in this checks all those boxes so uh definitely yeah maybe an, another good candidate for a review game huh yeah i definitely all right so uh we're quickly getting down to the bottom of our list here just one more small segment on uh on one more game here um i want to talk a little bit about gadgeteer uh another main fan special here he absolutely loved this game marathon played it until he, he made it through all what was it like 50 levels in this game roots mm. do you remember yeah, i don't know there's a lot i know he finished every single one and uh um that's why he's the finisher i don't know that i'd have that much patience you know 60 60 puzzles is a graphic that's said. crazy he made it through this thing in like a week tops and uh loved it loved it he uh basically said it was one of the best puzzle games of the year if i remember correctly and uh he absolutely loved it um they were talking about this game on reddit the developer was on there metanaut uh hi metanaut a subscriber a member of our discord um uh they were talking on reddit the other day brainstorming pretty much ways to monetize this game uh, ways to make it profitable and it came up well what about oculus quest and the developer responded quote it's coming out by the end of the year well the initial reaction when i hear that is awesome right but then i think about it for a minute oculus quest obviously this is a an independent developer obviously if he's going to bring this to quest he's going to put a lot of work into developing it for quest and porting it and we've seen recently uh, with games like to the top touring carts uh, we did a whole piece on this on a recent Monday show it's not a lock that you're going to get a spot in the oculus quest store and uh, that really worries me for this game roots what about you yeah i mean uh, they didn't do to, to the top uh touring carts um i mean at some point 
uh, I, there's no rhyme or reason. They're not giving us criteria. So how do you know how, as a developer or even as a consumer, how do I know? Like if I am really hoping this comes to Quest, I'm not going to hold my breath. I'm going to start thinking my first thought is like you said, oh, cool. And then my second thought is, oh, are, is it coming? You know, the developer is very confident, but you know, how do we know in January or February we're not hearing that this developer's pissed off because they wasted a year pouring it over to Quest and um, and they just said, nah, it's not full-fledged. Yeah, it really worries me for them. Uh, I know that this, this guy, obviously the fact that they were even having this conversation about monetizing the game, uh, it seems like a bit of a risky move. Hopefully, he's already got the, the port approved or at least some kind of uh, had some kind of dialogue with oculus about publishing this on the quest store uh i'd hate for this to uh, be another one of these high quality games that ends up on uh, itch.io or uh, side quest i'd like to see the developers succeed and uh if you see this metanaut uh please comment down below or, or let us know in the discord have you talked to oculus about this i know that you uh you've stated that uh you're going to have the port ready by the end of the year but are we guaranteed release here uh inquiring minds want to know uh so let us know buddy and we'll be sure to pass on the information uh to our viewers they just need another competitor you know, some other company to come out with another poor, um, you know, standalone console. And uh, when the developers get turned down, they take the game and they put it on this other thing and it starts building a library and Quest can suck it. You know, like they're. You know, you know that is true. Um, Viveport. Viveport has. Uh, it supports the Vive Focus standalone headset. There's an option, you know. It might not be your first option or your favorite thing to do, but it's a market. Why not be an HTC exclusive? All right. Like if if Oculus is turning you down anyway, why not go right. over to the other side, you know? What what I'm wondering is to the top. What happened to these guys, man? They just went radio silent on this topic. Uh, I've kind of tagged them in tweets here and there they used to be very vocal about it uh they set up some kind of a meeting to talk to oculus about it and it's been mum yeah when, ever since then when zuckerberg sends people to your house at three in the morning you kind of you kind of shut up probably you know like oh I you know what <laughs> yeah facebook those, money those guys have gotten quiet uh, i tell you what true pixel they're not quiet about 2md football Ivanovich Games, they're not being quiet about touring carts, but uh, the original offender to the top, mum, nothing else about that. And uh, I find that strange. I find it interesting. I want to know why. Uh, maybe one day our channel will grow enough in scope that I can demand such answers. But uh, until then, we just have to wonder. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, Gadgeteer, this is something that should be within our scope. Uh, Metanaut, please let us know if you have uh, had any kind of dialogue with 
Oculus about actually publishing your game. What a great game this would be for Quest, though, right? If you could move around so. and you could actually like really move around and place the pieces and um, like I bet they nailed it and uh, you know hopefully they'll somehow be able to get it in there. Well, Justin can tell us. Justin, if you watch this, buddy, let us know in the comments down below. Did you take full advantage of your wireless setup? Did it make oh, a big yeah. difference for you in this game? Because he plays wirelessly everything, or he did back yeah. then anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Justin, let us know. Does, does the uh, freedom of movement that comes with wireless, does it make a difference in this game? I imagine it probably would. Yeah. And looking at this thing graphically, I'd, I'd say it probably ports pretty well, too. Yeah, I can't imagine, you know, what the uh, holdup would be. But, I mean, it's running at 72 frames per second, so we always forget that. So who knows what the hell. It's not like you're moving around, but. Right, right, right. All right, so I guess that's going to wrap us up here uh, for another awesome episode of Virtual Strangers. Uh, did we miss out on a topic uh that you want to talk about let us know in the comments down below or hit us up on discord you can find an invite link in the description down below again this uh for those of you who are new to our channel we're not so much a, of a news reporting program here as uh commentary we editorialize uh, a few of the topics of the week that we want to talk about Normally, we like talking about really cool games. Uh, for example, like After H, or what was the uh, the, the other one, the uh, the one that I like so well, Death Lap. Uh, this is the shit we like talking about. That sort of stuff is what this show specifically is all about. Uh, the older games, the the stuff we've been playing. That's the Monday show. We're about to talk about that because now that we've come to the end of the uh, the topics for this week, we're going into the segment of our show where we talk about what's coming during the rest of the week on the Virtual Strangers channel. So, again, as always, every Sunday in the early afternoon, I'm not going to quote the time because something always happens when I quote the time. In the very early afternoon on Sunday, Eastern Time, uh, this program, Virtual Strangers, live premieres on YouTube. So if you want to chat with me, you want to chat with Roots, you want to chat with the members of our community, uh, click the subscribe, click the bell there, and uh, every Sunday we're on that chat room chatting it up with you guys, come hell or high water. Uh, Monday brings the Monday show. And what the Monday show is, is a way for us to talk about what we've been playing, talk about older games, and then we wrap up the show every week with some kind of a topical discussion. So what are we going to talk about on Monday show number five this week? Well, first of all, we're going to give some impressions of Battlewake. Battlewake uh, released this past week, notoriously absent from our news rundown. Why is that? Well... The reason why is because we're going to give our impressions on the Monday show. So, uh, brand new Pirate Battler from Servios. What does Roots think? What do I think? Tune in on the Monday show. We're going to tell you what we think. All right, coming up uh, after about a week, Roots and I, earlier today, uh, for the first time in my 
in my case, uh, we went in the rec room. I'd never been in the rec room before. Uh, people keep telling me that I got to try it. I got to try it. Um, this came up on a recent episode. Scion, uh, one of our subscribers, was kind enough to leave some comments down below saying that he would be glad to show me around. So earlier today, Roots and I met up in rec room. After I learned how to walk and do all the basic shit, we uh, we got up a scion, uh, played some uh, played some games, played some quests mostly, uh, recorded the whole thing, both from my point of view and Roots's point of view. Video forthcoming, uh, but we're gonna talk about my first rec room experience. What did we like? What did we not like? Uh, again. Uh, coming up tomorrow on the Monday show. Now, Battle Wake, Rec Room, those are our two games. What is going to be our topic for the week? Well, we're going to do something a little different this week, something we've never done before on this channel. We're going to talk hardware because what's the Monday show about, Roots? What do we do on the Monday show? Ah, uh, we talk about a couple of different games, and then we bring up a topic, and uh, and we were we were talking about it in um, Discord, and we uh, we both concluded that uh, um, there's a topic we wanted to uh, talk about hardware wise. Right, so. exactly. That's the thing. We talk about two games and a topic, but what do all three things have in common? It's what we want to talk about. Yeah. So this week we decided that we want to talk about. Vive Cosmos. You know, Vive Cosmos was just announced. Uh, you can pre-order it now. But up until this past week, we really didn't have a full spec sheet for it. Uh, 700 bucks. Is that good? Is that bad? Uh, it depends on how you look at it. And uh, I believe that HTC has been very deft about how they've gone about pricing it, how they've gone about releasing their information uh, so there's an interesting conversation to be had here, not only about marketing, not only about the hardware, uh, but about the space in the market. Where does HTC, where do they see their space? What is the, who are they trying to sell this to, basically? Uh, we're going to talk about this and more uh, on the Monday show, so tune in tomorrow for that. All right, and... Um, to wrap up the week, going forward, we always release a couple of uh, reviews normally later in the week, just basically when we feel the time is right. Roots picks a game to review. I pick a game to review. Roots, what are you going to pick this week, bud? Uh, my game that we're going to pick um, does a couple things. One, because um, we already talked about it a little bit, and uh, I really want to get you into this game. And... Um, and uh maybe even start our own server at some point and uh that is minecraft and uh i was shocked when i found out you'd never been in here and especially with the way your kids are fanatics about this game um just the idea of what we were talking about them building daddy something and you getting to go in and check it out i think is adorable and uh um i don't know man minecart i think is just one of the biggest untapped resources that people um never think about and most people own already or at least um i did so all right so cool definitely again 
150 million copies of Minecraft sold to date. Um, did I get that number right? 150 million. That is crazy, right? If it's not that much, it's probably more. That yeah, is no, that, insane that is, it's to more. me. Over 150 million copies sold. So yeah, definitely a worthwhile uh, review to do, to say the least. Mm -hmm. uh, so look out for that. My game this week is going to follow along with uh, a concept that I started on last week. You know, I recently uh, had some hardware upgrades to my setup here, some software stuff as well. And I've got myself in position now to do Oculus Quest content. So last week I did Apex Construct and Quest. I'm gonna continue along this theme for the next few weeks. This week being no different, this week we're going to be playing Angry Birds VR Isle of Pigs on Oculus Quest. Uh, it's a game I've already played through on PC, a game Roots has already put substantial time into. I'm gonna be trying it out on Quest, recording that, and we're going to come back and uh, review it this week on the channel. So, to recap, this Sunday and every Sunday in the early afternoon on Sunday, live premiere of the Virtual Strangers program on YouTube. Tune in, subscribe, click the bell, and uh, show up and let's chat. Follow that up on Monday, as always, with the Monday show. And then on uh, to uh, round out the week, we're going to have Roots' review of Minecraft and then my review of Angry Birds VR Isle of Pigs. And thus, we'll conclude the 25th week of awesome content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. One more week and we're halfway there for a half a year. So, yeah, crazy. We're, we're getting to be, it's getting to be old hat. Veterans, <laughs> YouTube veterans. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you've made it this far, folks, we want to thank you for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Yep. Take Bye -bye. it easy.